It's Tuesday, October 20, 2009. Water, water everywhere, but don't drink it. Countdown to Copenhagen. Plus... Do you have a business card? Are you with the U.S. Chamber? I, I do. Can but I see your business card? Can I see yours? I'll show you mine if you show me yours. The media and the U.S. Chamber of Commerce get punked. Oh, man, do I love that story. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Prepare for six minutes of green news and snarky comment. This is a fraudulent press activity and a stunt. Hey, I don't make fun of you, U.S. Chamber of Commerce. All right, maybe just a little. But this is no fraudulent press activity. This is your Green News Report. The Green News Report is brought to you by VelvetRevolution.us. Join the Debold Return Our Money campaign, demanding a refund for more than 100 million taxpayer dollars spent by California alone on Debold's failed and faulty electronic voting machines. Give Debold your own two cents at DeboldReturnOurMoney.com. That's DeboldReturnOurMoney.com. Okay, Des, as you can tell, I really like this Yes Men story. I'm really glad to see the U.S. Chamber of Commerce get it. But we'll get to that in a second. First, what do you have for us? Well, this past weekend was the anniversary of the passage of the Clean Water Act, signed into law 37 years ago. The first line states, quote, It is the national goal that the discharge of pollutants into navigable waters be eliminated by 1985. By 1985. How's How's, that going so far? how's that working for you? Well, as imperfect as it's been, imagine where we'd be without it. Good point. A federal court has found ExxonMobil liable for contaminating groundwater in New York City and has ordered the oil giant to pay over $100 million in damages to the city. The case stems from the gasoline additive MTBE, which has been found seeping into groundwater supplies around the country from fuel storage tanks. Exxon says the contaminations are not their fault and has not yet decided whether to appeal the ruling. Of course, they'll just do what they did uh, with the Exxon Valdez. That went on for years. 20 Bil- years. 20 years. A billions of dollars judgment. They finally got a U.S. Supreme Court that uh, worked for them, and they pretty much cut it down to pretty much nothing. The Philippines are bracing for their third typhoon in a month, where floodwaters have yet to recede from two previous typhoons. Survivors are still waiting for international aid in some areas that are still cut off by mudslides. The two storms had a combined death toll of over 800. Officials are warning of an alarming jump in waterborne diseases. At international climate negotiations in London this week, British Prime Minister Gordon Brown set the stakes in advance of the final meeting in Copenhagen. If we do not reach a deal over the next few months, let us be in no doubt, since once the damage from unchecked emissions growth is done, no retrospective global agreement in some future period can undo that choice. By then, it will be irretrievably too late. Wow, pretty alarmist, isn't it? Meanwhile, the United Nations climate chief says he doesn't think a treaty will be completed in the Copenhagen talks in December, but he's optimistic a framework for moving forward will emerge with details to be determined later on. Are you optimistic, Des? Um, That a framework will come out? Yes. Now, that's what worked with the Montreal Protocol that dealt with the hole in the ozone layer before. It took them three years to fill out the details. And that hole in the ozone layer was subsequently... It's a success treaty. It has been dealt with. 
finally, more woes for the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. We've been reporting on the departures of several major corporations from the National Chamber of Commerce due to the Chamber's aggressive opposition to climate and clean energy legislation that is to be taken up in the Senate next week. So, Monday, media outlets were understandably stunned at a hastily called press conference when a Chamber spokesman announced a major reversal, that the Chamber would officially support climate change legislation. One little problem, though. Okay, this is, uh, I'm Eric Walschlegel. I'm with the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Um, this is not an official U.S. Chamber of Commerce event. This guy is a fraud. He's lying. Um, this is, you know, a stunt that I've never seen before. Whatever this gentleman here said to you today is irrelevant. It's not factual. This is a fraudulent press conference, okay? He's misrepresenting the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Oh, man, that was awesome. Yeah, it turns out that wasn't a real press conference at all. But the corporate pranksters, the yes men, the National Chamber of Commerce spokesman did intervene in time to stop the conference. The assembled journalists were clearly confused. And of course, the chamber was not amused. Yeah, And the, the guy who showed up from the chamber to stop the conference looked more like an actor than the actual guy who was the actor. Uh, acting like he was with the U.S. Chamber. Yeah, the Chamber immediately released a statement reiterating its complete opposition to Senate legislation and said it might even pursue criminal charges for fraud. Why did they do it? You came in here this morning saying you're with the, with the Chamber of Commerce and you're not. Who are you? Well, we, we represent, I represent the, uh, the position that the Chamber of Commerce must take and the inevitable position that, um, that it must take. You can you can see that entire video at our website, greennews.bradblog.com, that and a whole bunch more. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Then I'll get on my knees.